Ring Fit Adventure has been facing shortages for a while, as well as as many scramble to find a way to stay active and occupied while stuck inside. Which, if you're doing so, I just want to say, I'm proud of you guys. Hey, what's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of This Week Today with Curious J, where we talk about gaming and streaming news. I am your host, Curious J. I do appreciate y'all being here. Before I get into the episode, I just want to quickly remind you guys that I do stream on Twitch Monday through Thursday, usually around 10.30 p.m. Central. I know, kind of late, but you know, I'm a nighttime streamer. And um, sometimes I'll throw in some weekends on there, but yeah, usually it's just a Monday through Thursday. But anyways, guys, let's get into the episode. This is a bunch of uh, Nintendo Switch stuff to talk about and, you know, some streamer, some Twitch stuff in there. Uh, so first things first. The Nintendo Switch is sold out almost everywhere. It's crazy. With supply chains globally reacting to rapid spread of COVID-19, stock shortages of numerous goods are expected. If you've been tempted by the recent release of Animal Crossing New Horizons and planned on picking up a Nintendo Switch, you might be out of luck already. As stock has become almost impossible to find, um, Ring Fit Adventure has been facing shortages for a while, as well as as many scramble to find a way to stay active and occupied while stuck inside. Which, if you're doing so, I just want to say, I'm proud of you guys. It's becoming increasingly difficult to find stock of the original Nintendo Switch at its official $300 retail price. Across the usual channels, you know, such as Amazon, Best Buy, eBay. Uh, the Nintendo Switch Lite, which retails for $200, is not as scarce across all retailers, but it is sold out on Amazon. Nintendo of America knows supply is short and hopes to renew stock in the near future. Nintendo said in a statement, Nintendo Switch hardware is selling out at various retail locations in the US, but more systems are on the way. We apologize for any inconvenience. It's cool that they're at least acknowledging it, right? If you're absolutely in need of a Switch right now, there are still numerous ways to get one through third-party sellers. As expected though, uh, you'll be paying a premium. Right now, the cheapest Nintendo Switch model on Amazon will cost you around $440 or $230 for a Switch Lite. Those both have weeks to wait until shipping, with ones available to ship right now retailing for even worse $480 and $300 respectively. Things on eBay aren't that much better. There's a slew of pre-owned consoles selling for near retail prices, and you can expect to pay over $400 for a brand new original Switch and no less than $250 for the Switch Lite. Oh man, that's, that's insane. With no firm date on when new stock will arrive and the global spread of COVID-19 just getting worse in some countries, it's unclear with this, when this situation might get any better. However, if you're one of the many that already has a Nintendo Switch, then I may just have some good news for you. Earlier this week, Nintendo published a surprise direct mini to YouTube, giving us a look at games that will be heading to Switch throughout the rest of the year. Nintendo covered a lot of ground during the presentation, talking about a number of first and third party games. If you missed the show, here's a breakdown of everything that was announced. By far, the biggest announcements of the show concern Nintendo's first-party games. The company detailed the first seasonal events for Animal Crossing New Horizons, which are both taking place in April. The first one is Bunny Day, which will take place from April 1st through the 12th. 
and the second one is an Earth Day event taking place later in the month. I'm assuming around the 21st of April since that's Earth Day. The Direct also revealed that the next DLC fighter for Super Smash Bros Ultimate will be a character from ARMS, though we'll have to wait until June for a full reveal and release. Nintendo also confirmed that the first part of Pokemon Sword and Shield expansion pass, the Isle of Armor, will be launching in June, so that'll be a busy month for first party Switches, Switch games. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 on the other hand is getting a third expansion pass pack that includes the Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom, while Ring Fit Adventures has received a new update that adds a rhythm game featuring a number of tracks from Nintendo's other Switch games. While there was a good amount of attention given to Nintendo's own games, there were release dates announced for plenty of others. May 29th in particular seems like it's going to be a big day for Switch owners, with Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition launching alongside three big releases from 2K games. If you missed the Direct, I definitely recommend checking it out for yourself. There's a lot of information on there and guys, there was a bunch of games announced. Like, Switch is doing it right, I gotta say. So yeah, go check it out, guys. So, in some streaming news, Shroud, Summit 1G, and Nadeshot claim Warzone is easier on a controller. So, this isn't really big streamer news. There's not really any drama involved, but it's something I'd really love to hear your opinion about. Hear me out, and then comment below so we can talk about it. So, the controller versus mouse and keyboard debate is one that may never die, but some of the biggest names in esports streaming have had their say on the difference in the new Call of Duty Battle Royale Warzone. While the debate has always been a present one, it heightened when Fortnite Battle Royale was made crossplay, allowing players on various platforms to play against each other in the same lobby. Since then, aim assist on controllers became a huge problem for PC players while on the other hand controller players talk about the clear mechanical advantage of using a mouse and keyboard. This argument has continued into Warzone and Summit 1G, Shroud, and Nadeshot have had their say. After dying to what he believes is a controller player, Summit immediately called out the player referring to him or her as the robot and how powerful controllers are in Warzone. Shroud added that it's especially prevalent with pistols, implying that pistol use with a controller and aim assist is overpowered. Summit then chimed back with a slightly different opinion, and one that isn't really common argument in the debate. He said, On mouse and keyboard, the longer a gunfight lasts, the worse the situation gets for us. I feel like on console, the longer the fight lasts, the better the console player is going to do. He added as a final note that the robot is going to be the long-term game changer, to summarize his view. Similarly, Nadeshot believes controller players have some big advantages, but doesn't entirely sit on either side of the debate. In a tweet, he said that it is an absolute fact that close-slash-medium-range gunfights are easier on controller, but long-range gunfights and sniping are obviously much easier on keyboard and mouse. As has become clear, this debate will probably never reach a conclusion, with arguments being made for either case and people often believing that their preferred input is at somewhat of a disadvantage. What is clear though, for the most part, is that a lot of the top names in the industry, industry have been having a blast on Warzone, regardless of how they play. 
So last but definitely not least, Twitch had a giant benefit event, Stream Aid 2020, uh, yesterday on March 28th on the site's own channel. Twitch was soliciting donations during the event, all of which will go to the COVID-19 Solidarity Relief Fund, for who? Via the United Nations Foundation. Last time I checked, guys, uh, the benefit event had already raised over $2.7 million. It was crazy. The list of celebrities was full range from mainstream musicians like Garth Brooks, John Legend, and Joe Jonas, to streamers and usual Twitch EDM fare like Steve Aoki. They did a simulcast with Twitch rivals and closed out the night with Sting and Shaggy, and then at the very end they had Diplo on there. It was super cool, guys. Uh, if you missed it, you should still be able to go watch the VOD on Twitch's own channel, and I'm sure you'll still be able to donate. You should be able to. I don't see why not. Uh, if you can, it'd be super awesome of you to go do that because like the money is definitely going for a great cause. Obviously, I know these are tough times, so don't feel pressure to do so. You know, help yourself before you help anybody else. But yeah, guys, like I said before, it's it's all about coming together, and, and I feel like we're doing really great at, at that. But that's going to be all for today's episode, guys. Um, I appreciate y'all being here. I appreciate you guys, whether you're watching this on the YouTube VOD or listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play Music, wherever it is you're listening to this. I appreciate you guys. You guys are all super awesome. Stay safe out there. Stay home if you can. And remember, social distancing is key in moments like these. So, yeah, take it easy, guys. Stay curious. Peace.